All right, uh, welcome back everyone to NYU Grads Daily Podcast. I am recording this on Sunday evening around 10 p.m. local time. Hope you are having a great weekend and uh, looking forward to what's going to be a pretty hectic week is what I would imagine. Uh, before we jump into the markets, I just wanted to, um, you know, this is a financial and uh, trading substack and podcast, so I'm not going to get into too much detail about my own opinions of what's going on in Israel and um, in Gaza right now, uh, but it's safe to say that, it, you know, what's going on there is pretty horrific. Um, and it seems like this conflict has been going on since like the 50s. Uh, and a lot of blood has been shed on both sides. So I don't think it's going to end soon, but I really hope it does because I'm reading and seeing a lot of innocent uh, civilians casualties. So I just feel horrible for everyone there and uh, hope this can end sooner than later. But uh, jumping into the Friday session, um, I, if you recall on Wednesday and Thursday, I had warned that we are getting very oversold and we're also approaching the uh, very important 200-day moving average on many stocks and indices. Um, the Magnificent Seven really hasn't like they're really closing in on like the 50-day moving average trying to retest the 50-day moving average if they've lost it but they have not failed hard enough to get reach the 200-day but what happened on friday morning we had a very bullish surprising jobs number come out it was like two and a half to three x of expectations and that at 8.30 caused a panic selling. The assumption was, hey, the jobs number looks so good, the Fed will have to stay higher for longer. And when we were down pre-market, like really hard, uh, we were now nearing, for a lot of uh, areas, key levels of support of Fibonacci or moving averages like the 150-day moving average. And then... Uh, midway through the morning after the open, we V-bottomed and we rallied hard. So the indices, clo- the Dow on Friday closed up 288 points, but it was up 704 points from the intraday low. So huge move, right? But despite Moves like that, where we finished and reversed higher, volume was still, it was better than Wednesday and Thursday, but it was very low in relation to other bullish days. And when you look at the breadth, we only had 72 new highs, but yet we had 732 new lows on Friday. We still have 82% of shares trading below the 50-day, we now have 69% of shares trading below the 200-day. So yes, we definitely got back some of the losses from the previous sessions. 
V bottom rally for sure, a V bottom bounce. And a lot of that, I believe, is still the Magnificent 7. When you take a look at Friday, Microsoft up 2.5%, Apple up 1.5%, NVIDIA up 2.4%, Google up 2%, Amazon up 1.6%, Tesla was kind of flat because they announced uh, more uh, discounts on their um, cars. Eli Lilly up 4.3%. So a lot of the work were the mega caps. And when you take a look under the hood, as I just stated, there was still a heavy amount uh, ratio of new lows, 732 new lows versus only 72 new highs. So I'm going to call today's, um, I was going to call today's podcast Bluff the Bluffer. Um, and, And I just feel like, you know, although the move was 700 points on the Dow from uh, trough to peak, I still am very, despite all the news with Israel and, and the attack and the futures being down over 200 points, even if that horrible event didn't happen, I still don't trust Friday's rally. I really need to see a 700-point move on the Dow and S&P and NASDAQ equivalent, but I also need to see uh, 700 new highs and only 70 new lows. But yet we had 700 plus new lows on Friday. And this is why I watch Breath. They cannot hide their intentions. Yeah, if they want to save the market and just keep buying the Magnificent 7, they can. But I know that that will not last unless you have participation from the broader markets. So that's kind of where I'm at in the, uh, the forest uh, view uh, of the markets right now. We'll see what happens on Monday. Uh, taking a look at the futures right now, um, they are still down. As of 10.15 p.m. New York, the Dow futures are down 198 points. We were up 288 so we'll see by the morning if we can hold on to any of those gains from Friday or if uh, this um, war attack news in Israel is sold off and then bought back Um, but what's going to happen now is energy and oil is going to skyrocket um, overnight So watch crude oil, see what's going to happen with energy in general, um, because that is inflationary, right? Everyone's going to be paying more at the pump. Um, What what else stuck out to me on Friday? Despite, you know, that reversal, you still had recent IPOs like VinFast Autos down 5%. You still had um, recent IPOs like Instacart down almost 3%. Uh, The 10-year yield is still too high to support risk. Um, So yeah, I I still think there's a bigger chance of a strong, strong sell-off. We may keep bouncing and retest the 50-day moving average that's above us, but I can't foresee prices going much higher 
than the 50-day moving average unless breath improves. Uh, what was um, strong, everything that got crushed Thursday bounced hard on Friday. Uh, yields was strong. Oil was bouncing from the sell-off on Wednesday and Thursday. Volatility was a little weak on Friday, obviously, with that huge rally, but not as weak as some might uh, predict. And in the coming week, you know, watch the Magnificent Seven, watch yields, watch oil and energy, economic data, and geopolitical risk. It now has to be added to the mix. So um, that's all I have for this uh, podcast today. I'll include all the show notes. Um, my prayers to all the innocent civilians that are impacted over in Israel as well as Gaza because there's bombing going on on both sides. Um, and uh, let's see what happens this week. But I predict it's going to be very volatile this coming week. I'll see you on the next podcast.